0: Episode 89, working class on Deercast. Kurt Geyer here, and I'm with Mr. Jared Scheffler. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. <laughs> you showed up. We had a whole podcast night plan and you just popped in early. I'm like, yeah, well, I did. Let's do yeah, a Deercast. Surprise. Episode. Yeah. It's a good surprise. I'm
1: not normally that far ahead of schedule, but That's very true. Yeah. You run right. I, ha- I I had my truck is due for an oil change. Like oil, when it says oil change required. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm gonna get this done before I head there, which was like twenty minutes this direction anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I pulled in there and they're like, It's gonna be two, three hours. So that's how I ended up. Well, you that. you moved to Iowa. Yep. Did we talk about this on a podcast yet? You I made don't the know, move?
0: I don't remember. I don't either. It's been a long well But yeah, I did make the move. So what made what made you make the move from Wisconsin to Iowa?
1: uh quite a few things actually. Um Let's go down the list. <laughs> okay, I was like, because <laughs> I was gonna move there. I, it's been growing on me for like ten years. Yeah, I just I could never quite wrap my head around just moving just purely for deer and hunting. Yeah, but but a lot of people got, do it. I know a lot of people do it, and I'm not saying, but for me, for sure, I yeah. I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. So okay, um, but I I have a quite a few friends that live there, and yeah. I spent a quite a bit of time there, and I really like it. It's and, a great it's a great spot. Well, you're you know, in Des
0: Moines area ish, right?
1: Yep, yep. 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 Tanner lives go. there, Chancey lives there, uh, you know, and quite a few other people that I know. And yeah. and uh, so it was a nice cluster of, you know, it's not like I'm starting from home base here. Where right. I, in fact, I actually have more, more like close friends there than where I was living. Yeah. So it's actually, it, it was like an easy transition as far as that goes. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I liked the idea of down the road. Uh, you know, there's an airport right there. If I gotta get a guy that's filming in or out or, yep. or whatever it is, it's a nice city, you know? man. Des Moines is a nice is. city for it a city. Is. You know, it is. And I'm out there kind of more on the 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 western side a bit, so it's not mm-hmm. like right in the city. Right. Um, I mean, it is technically in the city still, but as far as cities are concerned, like I do like Des Moines. Yeah. I, I've always yep. had
0: great times in yep. Des Moines. I would Deer Classics there, that's right. nice. Like right. one of the biggest consumer shows of the year. Yep. For us, you know, and you're big on that sh- circuit. So yeah. okay, so you already have family there. Friends. Friends and family. No family. I'd consider family though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're yeah, close yeah. with these guys like yeah, family, yeah. you know. Exactly. You're not out of place. You feel right. right when you're there. Right,
1: right. So, so that the airport thing, and also down the road, I uh I'm gonna want to add to the post production pipeline and it just kind of made sense. For sure. Okay. You know, as far as that went, you know, just these other things, but then obviously I'm putting the cart behind the horse. If I was just like, hey, I'm going to move there because someday I'm going to, you know, would yeah, be a yeah. bad. But it's like, oh, that makes sense too. For sure. And then obviously deer tags, that's cool too. That's a, a, a big bonus. bonus, yeah. So it was like when I weighed out the options when it came down to it, actually, one of my really good lifelong buddies just cold turkey asked me he's like why don't you live here he drew a tag finally for the first time in his life mm-hmm. he's like why don't you live here and i was like you know i was gonna move and he's like and i started to think about it a little bit more and i'm like you know what i really have no red flags well you know also- and, and i thought about it for about four or five months and thought well maybe something will come and it just everything was just instincts you know it's yeah. just like yeah that that is the right decision well not only um, that it shaves so. so much time off your trips yeah for hunting you know mostly western yeah. states you know like right um i mean shit you're shaving yeah. i don't know what and, and i rent so where i had been renting just ironically the guy want, wanted to sell the property which, oh so perfect which, which it was like time for me to move so mm-hmm. i had to move anyway yeah so <laughs> Well, I thought that was worth bringing up. You know, I don't know how yeah. many
0: people know that you you moved. Yeah. To me, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and yeah. you're, it's really you're not far from the studio. It's a three hour even, mm-hmm. maybe just a touch under to get to Des Moines yeah. from the studio, which is right. great. You know, um, I'm actually in Des Moines quite often more now than I've ever been and will be here in the future. So what we'll to yeah. get together? Yeah, that's for the, sure. A lot of the jury guys are in yeah. Central Iowa, yeah. so, South. You know, even but yeah, not far, uh, but not far. Right. You know, and I got right. some. I kind of feel the same way. I think I could move to Des Moines area now, and I have enough friends and people that I yep. know that I'd be like, oh, I yes. got, I'll be fine, right? You know, it's yeah. scary to move somewhere you don't know anyone, uh, yeah. Or like having, like, what are you going to do when you're not working, or yeah. Whatever. I mean, we'll occupy our time, right? But it's nice all to right. know you can go hang out with a buddy, yeah, and like feel at home, right? Type of thing. But all yeah. right, I figured that'd be the first noteworthy update. <laughs> so what? I, what I like about talking to you about deer because typically on this series right now, it would be like this. um, I don't want to sound like it's the same thing, different people every time it's not, but I think a lot of people expect right now, especially. So what are you doing to get prepared for season? And then a lot of guys are like, Oh, I'm getting my plots ready and I'm running my cameras and I'm seeing what's out there and I'm running my supplemental feed. And you know, the typical I'm doing this checklist for opening day to pattern these mature bucks and which is always
1: great conversation. Yeah. But when I ask you that doesn't really apply to your style right right well it, you're talking about a completely different set of parameters you, right. you, most of the time those are got your leasing ground you own ground something along those lines mm-hmm. so it makes a lot of sense a lot of sense to do a lot of preparation and things yeah, and gi- have more of a, of a meth what I'd call a methodological mm-hmm. approach to it mm-hmm. um, yeah what I have found in in geez it's been probably 15 years since i've done anything to prepare in terms of you know deer or anything like that Mm -hmm. like keeping my eye on anything or yeah i think uh what was it oh five was the last year i ran any trail cameras those were 35 millimeter (laughs) too (laughs) yeah yeah um See, that's interesting. How oh, I mean oh eight I did do some winter wintertime scout mission for one day in a public land swamp, and that was the last time I did that. Um really any pre scouting like that. In the summer and oh not going into the oh nine and ten season, I remember there was a couple of days before the season that night, mm-hmm. that last couple hours, we'd go drive by a number of pieces of public outside of that, nothing. Do you feel that I know the
0: answer to this, I think, but I'm curious. I'm thinking I might get a different answer, but I'm curious. Do you feel like you're maybe missing out on some of like the traditional whitetail hunter, whitetail cycle? not doing this stuff or are you just like i like this
1: vibe i like how you operate in in what way
0: like do you could sometimes wish you could participate in like learning a buck and seeing it go from a two-year-old to a six-year-old and the trail cam inventory and
1: planning the food plots and kind of like i don't think i'd enjoy that i don't don't think think so i don't think it fits me Mm -hmm. i used to do a lot of a lot of winter scouting and patterning and i mean i was just as heavily active it's not like i did this my whole life what i have done the last 15 years yeah i came more i grew up a little bit more wild and free-rangey i guess if you you know like run it you know like going here going there doing that yeah and then i kind of like began to evolve my hunting style into more of that and then i i retracted Mm. entirely Mm -hmm. and i read you know, if I was hunting my own private ground, I would I would probably be more active in that type of way. Yeah. You do know? you ever think you'll ever do that? Like in your life? I doubt it. You don't think like well, in your I'll older do, years you know, might like it'd be kinda of nice to get a forty acre farm and kind of like I don't think so. No. I don't think I will. Um I I, I don't want to put it as like a hard, like, no, I'll never do that. You know? it, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just curious. But and- because perhaps. But I I kind of doubt it um now we, you know two years ago we started the uncuffed chapter which includes knock on door i think that's fair game so uh, that means i i can't know you you know and you're giving me special permission so it's kind it's not public but it's a public opportunity like anybody else public opportunity. It, it has yeah. i have parameters in there mm-hmm. like it can't be your buddy's ground and stuff like that just to keep it real and so it has that same kind of i'm gonna approach that the same way
0: yeah i would agree Um, for sure
1: yeah we talked about the last time you guys were in we talked yeah the me you know Chansey kind of was like can we get one cuffed or however he talks yeah yeah. and then i drop it and none of them seem to want to actually do it if they couldn't help it you know i was like what the heck you guys have been (laughs) screaming about this
0: but i i I was just curious about that yeah what i do love about your style and your personality with it i feel man this might come off uh, not negative towards you, but not, and negative in general. I feel like if anybody else hunted like you and ha- like did what you do and the way you do it and had whitetail adrenaline, I feel like there could be some. And this is just common from what I see in podcasting and and on social media, like resentment to guys who do hunt. Kind of how I brought up, like the traditional least private ground. A lot of them guys, I feel like, kind of put this vibe off, like, oh, I'm that's a than private you. ground deer. Yeah, uh, I don't, da da. I don't like that i think it's I never, unhealthy i
1: mean i mean from the get-go yeah we when we started the public land series back in 08 our first one was a combination of both by permission and public and then next year i was like okay we got to put it on the cover because it identifies our brand and what we're doing and nobody's really producing a public land video every single year yeah it didn't exist mm-hmm. it did not exist uh you couldn't find pioneered that part of the game. The Benoites had a few videos out, but I mean on a yearly basis doing it, um, and then and then uh, quite a bit Bo stuff too. That that didn't exist. And then uh, I did come across Dan InFault at the same show. I met Chansey at, actually. Oh really? And you know, the World Wide Web back then wasn't what it is now. Mm-hmm. So I had never heard of Dad or, yeah. you know, and they had a few videos out like more informational style, the Blood Brothers yep. is what that was branded under. And that's where I met Dan. So I, I, you know, to my knowledge, I, I didn't know of any other public land videos getting produced every single year. Right. Um, and that was a new like uphill, like is this going to be something that we're going to be able to do challenge oh, yeah. to back then? You know, now it's kind of like, Oh, yeah, it's kind of a normal thing. You should have a successful, you know, but back then it was, it was like, I mean, the the amount of people that were like, there's no way you're going to be able to produce a public land video every single year.
0: Well, let's be fair. Like, you know, you know, I can see like people think that, but the way you guys did it, you did it in a way where you were still, you were successful in your hunts, like you killed animals, which people want to see animals get shot on hunting videos. Yeah. But even in that, you guys are entertaining in. The stuff you get into on the way to having a successful hunt—the break, the car breakdowns, the humor, the camaraderie—right. Whereas, you know, I think you guys kind of broke that mold. Like, one, you guys killed animals. You killed big animals, and you are entertaining.
1: We we got better at killing big ones over the years,
0: and I think that's part of the journey when you follow the Whitetail Journal Library. Yeah, and and I will I will say there's a lot of public land guys that do internet content that don't kill animals. And I feel like you kind of paved the way because I don't think that would have worked when, like, back when you started. If you would have just not killed any animals, it kind of would have been a tough sell because <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that
1: was the, I see what you're
0: the saying. first of Lord be like, dude, you got these guys are shooting animals every year on public with no sponsors. I think that's like you kind of hooked them in with that. Yeah. And then you can show. It's okay when you kill animals, and then you show that you struggled, and then you you'll kill another one. And, and yeah, you get what I'm kind yeah, of saying yeah. here. Which yeah, I they, think if you just went into it and just didn't kill anything for four years, sure, it'd be a tough go. I think. Yeah, yeah. But right. now guys can do that. It they can go and just show them being influencers. However, and I think right. probably they could
1: give a little homage to you on that. I think, and I think some of them do. Um, to to answer your I think first they do. question. Yeah, I went on a um, rant there on my back. No, no, it's I got sidetracked with what I was saying. <laughs> but I I was like, okay, we got to brand this and and I was just like, well, it is all public land, so we'll just go with that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that was one thing that I remember. I was like, well, I don't want people to I don't want the guys that hunt private to feel like it's like a I'm stamping that on the cover so people know what it is. Yeah, or where it's because I'm not going to make a big deal about it when I'm filming it because we film everything on the fly, unscripted, raw. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's not It'd like be we, weird if you it, always brought if, it up. I jump behind the mic. Yep, got him on public. And, you Look know, at the camera. <laughs> he's on public. You know, like I didn't want it to turn into a measuring. It's unhealthy. Yeah, you know, it is, and I never liked that. And I do. Uh, about seven, eight years ago, that came up in conversation with TJ and I uh actually he brought it up to me about and i was like yeah i don't i don't if it starts to head that direction i don't like that actually that because that turns into like this it's okay to measure that within yourself i think like i feel really good about killing a public land deer for myself but then to go use it to yeah to one-up dudes I, at the bar i just i <laughs> don't i i don't know
0: it's just yeah and, you know I, you know that's be- that conversation's kind of Getting to the point, where it's you're like,
1: almost beat, like you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're a bit.
0: doing it for the wrong reasons, but I, like you know, me bringing that up, I don't, you know, beating a dead horse with that conversation over and over and over and over, and over again. But I'm giving you, I, I meant to give you as a compliment, give you credit because I feel the power that you have with what you've built in the way you do it would get abused by I think at least half or more of anybody sure. else in your position. Sure. Um. So I just like that it. it's refreshing because. You can go do what you do in the way in your way, and then you know we all go out and see Mark Drury at a bar. We're going to sit yeah. and have a beer with Mark Drury, right. and we're all getting along. Right, and it's not like you know Mark is the king of like growing and managing right. giant whitetails. He's yeah. the king of whitetails, right? And I would say you're the king of whitetails in your way in that within those elements. And, and notice I didn't say gonna, at it in a, <laughs> in a public in a public hunting y- way versus yeah. a private hunting way. Yeah. There's different ways of hunting. And in, from my perspective, I see you guys in kings of your craft and the way sure. that you've crafted your craft, really, yeah. for well, lack of a better term. I'm an idiot. I can't think of what I want to yeah. say there. But you know what I mean.
1: Well, uh, you know, and I mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever acknowledged this publicly, but it dawned on me recently since the start of this in '07. That video series is a public record of all of my mistakes and screw ups. Like I literally have not held back any animals that I've hit and not recovered, any animals that I've missed. They're on there. It's a public record. Like yeah. there's nothing covered up. Right. The only thing back in 2017, that project just got huge on us, the ride. And I had a late season hunt and I I I, I missed the same big buck two days in a row. It's that uh, Andy started to edit it, and we just got so far behind on the project. I, we had full plans to produce that hunt, and we got so far behind on that project, and it got so big that I, I was just like, we can't take the time. We'll come back to this, which I did find a way to slip it in. On this next one coming out, because I ended up in the same kind of area. And so I did like a flashback to mm, mm, this mm. never made. So it is coming out. But oh, well, I mean, awesome. I'm just saying that's a 16, 7, 16 or 17 season. It's a public record of all my <laughs> screw ups to get here, you know, to where I am. But I'm sure, you know, it's like I'm human. So I'm going to have more. Yeah. You but. know, I made a couple of faults last fall on a couple of stocks that, yeah, they were really difficult, but I felt stupid because I should have. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of them was a new new method, a new technique that I I've never it just come to me like I need this is the way to do this, and it's totally different than anything else. Mm -hmm. And I made a slight error that I should have. I won't go down the rabbit hole talking about that. But anyways, I mean that's 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 part of the deal. Is it's like, and I love that showing it as it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's tough to. It hasn't been tough for me to let you know um you know if i hit a deer and don't get it that's a tough pill to swallow yeah not so much from the standpoint of i i want people to see that Mm because they go through that but yeah to you know to to put it out there to the to you know it's just I, i it's never fun to lose one right you know and thankfully i've only lost one since 2010 so right yeah, i've I mean, got a pretty clean record. now i got a lot of clean
0: misses but yeah but that's okay
1: that's better but, than, a,
0: than a wound so well,
1: absolutely well yeah I mean, not know. only
0: do you have the the hard pill to swallow for yourself but then like does it ever cross your mind you're like god people are gonna hate me for that one like you know what i mean like you're like not only do i feel bad i wounded an animal but uh when the people well, the ones, see this the, the, gonna the ones i've wounded haven't
1: been radical situate super radical yeah right you know like right. the one I, that i the one that i lost with my longbow Back in 2015, he was three bow lengths, and I hit him slightly high. I mean, it's like, what? How did that deer die? You know, it's like it had to be right on the threshold because it was like, but yeah, and I didn't, there's nothing I really would have changed about it as far as my approach to the situation after the shot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's not like I, you know, as soon as I recognized, like, ooh, we better give him four hours. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. It wasn't like you just made a completely reckless decision from step one to, to the last step. Which I've done some reckless stuff. And thankfully, clean missed those. Um, but they haven't been situation. Th- those, yeah, they could get, they could potentially get. Um, but you know what? I've seen a lot of things on animals that are completely relaxed. Oh, they dropped twelve inches. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Like he's twenty six yards away. Well, <laughs> you know, like stuff could anything it, can you happen. You play, know, you
0: know. It. When I think of hunting production. I think the first, well, you know, I don't know if that's true. I was going to make a statement. I don't necessarily agree with it once I thought about it a little more. Or what, what I was going to say that I don't agree with is that I think most people watch hunting content, like vid, hunting videos, with with a question mark looming over it. But I don't think that's true. I think maybe I do because I I know more. Sure. Than just if it's just some dude, just a consumer of any show. Like if you're sitting there watching Outdoor Channel. And you watch something, you're like, how come they didn't show that recovery? What happened? There's a missing segment yeah, there. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's like you wonder, you know, was there a a corn pile out of frame when there shouldn't have been one in that state? Right. Like I feel like but I don't know. I don't maybe most people don't think that way. I know and I don't necessarily think that I do. But it makes you wonder. Like there's a lot of gaps well, that are. probably and,
1: there probably is. And I think by me not doing sponsors. It wouldn't be probably as big of a problem now, but fifteen years ago it was a totally different deal. You were kind of expected to like be pushing product within it and you, you, you probably couldn't showcase too much of that because it 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 has a bad image on your sponsor products showing all that reality
0: Oh yeah. Does yeah. that kind of make sense? Yeah, it all makes
1: perfect sense. It's because You know, so I wouldn't have been I don't think I could have you know and and i know company doesn't
0: want 15 misses on their show with their exactly yeah
1: um and and i i think times have changed well i know they've changed it quite a bit like if i were to get into the game now today the companies have taken things way back regressed to where you know you can do a sponsored approach a sponsored model and still show a really authentic production oh
0: i mean look at this and i'm not saying we're drinking beer on video on a podcast this you could never do this on a hunting show in 2005 oh no it had put it in a solo cup what's the difference
1: right (laughs) right so i mean a lot's lots changed there too in in that way i still like just being independent from it yeah you're in a good spot And, and 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 i i do like that but it it has – things have loosened up there a lot. Let me let me ask you today. this, and you can be as honest or dishonest yeah. I mean, or just not say nothing. Sure.
0: Have you had somebody come with, like, checkbook open? Like, what's it going to take? Or right now, I'll title sponsor Whitetail Adrenaline. What do you need, Jared? 200 grand? No. I'll sponsor no, the show right not, now for Not 200.
1: anything big like that. I mean, I've had some big companies that have hit me up with the idea but haven't actually – committed like to a yes, number chuck numbers out or whatever i didn't even want to go there i know? think i mean if people knew how much i scraped by in them early days it, it's actually i mean i didn't even own my own bow for 5 years the no first kidding. 5 years of the videos yeah wow. um i traded my bow going the spring of that first season i traded it to a kid that i got into hunting he needed a more of a an adult bow like a, a, a you know a Full and adult bow. He was not a kid anymore so much. <laughs> and he had a Matthews Mustang bow, which was good for kids. And 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 it was designed for kids and women. You know, I think it went up to 50 pounds. My sister was getting into bow hunting. So I was like, perfect. You can have my bow. I'll trade you that. My sister will have a bow. <laughs> I'll go buy a new bow by fall. Well, I realized I needed some audio equipment for, <laughs> and it ate up about 1200 bucks. Going into that fall, and I knew how to shoot, you know, what they, you know, what's known as controlled process. I shot my first mature buck with a hinge release. Mm. Um, You know, I was a precision shooter back then. So, and it wasn't back then, not a lot of people knew, unless you were really serious about archery, you didn't know that you know i mean picking up somebody else's bow and out shooting them was like yeah i'll do that at 60 yards out of the gate yeah you know what i mean it was easy yeah uh back then so it was no big deal to so for the first five years i literally did not own a bow is that kind of the saying
0: when you you hear about people who like uh like i follow a lot of musicians pretty closely a lot of guys that like kind of came from nothing put in the hard work built them a lot of them guys are like I'm not scared to go broke again because I was broke.
1: Yeah, <laughs> was it kind
0: of like that mindset a little bit? Yeah, like, like I don't need your 200 grand for your sponsor because I'm yeah. doing fine.
1: There's some of that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, when you're already at rock bottom, scraping by. I I don't know. I I think I think certain people are are different. I grew up pretty pretty cheap too, so that mm-hmm. probably you know yeah had a had a role in. Not allowing me to to, I don't want to say cave to that, but yeah. pers- pursue that more. I just because so, in those early days, you're not cave to it because you don't, you do you haven't developed a base big enough to to to, to get to, to get their attention, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're 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 just. You're just choosing to not pursue that for sure. And then eventually, you grow your brand big enough. Well, now it's a matter of are you are you going to cave to it? It's worth something. Are, yeah. Are, are you going to sell out, Jared? Right. Are you going right. to sell out? Yeah. Yeah. I, like I've I just said, like I said, times have changed a lot to where it's not as big of a deal anymore. You, you know, back 15 years ago, people complained about that all the time. For, for like, sure, oh, they gotta they gotta you know because the product. But now those it's companies It's harder to have,
0: monetize though
1: organically. Yeah, those from- companies have reeled back so much that. Now there's a lot more what I feel is like true, authentic, not just us, but others producing a lot more realistic fo- or a yeah. lot more authentically produced content. Transparent developed. a little yes, bit. What they are. Yes, exactly.
0: So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just curious. I figured I couldn't be the only one wondering. That's a question I think people would want to hear you get asked that just to see. Because like, I think you know you see the quality of the production and what you guys do and you guys kill it that i'm like man somebody's got it had been like all right mr jared
1: that just picture like big record label type guy coming yeah. in i want to buy your show <laughs> you know yeah yeah no i i just i've never really entertained it you know and they kind of quit asking i've asked you that before yeah. in a podcast but not quit. as directly you know right. it's like word and you know from my perspective i've never been really height within the industry because i don't do any sponsors so there's not a lot of mm-hmm. but yeah i've kind of felt it at times like like you know like <laughs> <laughs> i mean and i could be wrong but it's just like back I hope nobody notices this <laughs> or you know it's kind of got that yeah yeah you know or whatever but it's it's all good it's part of the that's part of it. the deal you know and and two you know the that's Making that public land series successful from year to year, one hundred percent. You know that that pushed the ground hunting. Mm-hmm. You know when we we t- when we go down. The, I had been ground hunting quite a bit long before, even God, even the v- got, video series. But so makes them so entertaining, I, man. As I started to, you know, I, I guess that was year four of doing it. I ditched the t- tree stands entirely. So mm-hmm. since. Since o nine was the last time we we used any tree stands and went all in on the ground thing, which that was that was completely bonkers to people that was probably more bonkers to most people than public land producing a public land yeah content i can see that be, yeah I can it's see like that. Y- yeah yeah you'd you'd go to the shows and they'd be like you'd never do that here you'd never do that in this state well now <laughs> i mean yeah well when you youtubed you know i just randomly YouTube back there i found one guy spotting and stalking a it was like an eight pointer back then on youtube yeah uh, ground hunting I was just kind of curious. I think I was probably a year or two into it. So it was probably 2011, 2012, a year into – we killed some on the ground even that first season. But um, I was probably a year or two into it, uh, into the – exclusively ground before i was like i wonder how much content's out there I you to, uh, and it was one guy and he was totally in a high fence doing it <laughs> <laughs> Just, i'm not gonna say who it was but i know you're everybody saying. that watched the video would know that too. Yeah, yeah. you know what i mean uh-huh. so yeah
0: it's not the transparent vibe well that's yeah. i think that's what makes your guys' video so entertaining like one i'm a you know i'm a tree hunter and i think it's entertaining to watch people hunt like i hunt but the allure when your show is playing like say just in the studio tv someone comes in doesn't know what you guys do they're going to be like it you kind of just stop you're like oh damn it, yeah. it just it pulls you in cuz it's so different and yeah. good it's well produced yeah. but uh i'm well, curious what what is your well first of all you made a comment that i thought was funny and i learned this we uh, we did some some test clips for social media yeah. and what i learned is everybody thinks where they hunt is the hardest place to hunt Oh, yeah. It's just naturally. Right. Like, oh, yeah, come to wherever. Yeah. Fill in the blank with... It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thinks where they hunt is the hardest. Uh Uh-huh. Or there's an asterisk with, yeah, but if you came here, you couldn't do that. Like, there's always a catch. Yeah, yeah. Which is entertaining. It's just human nature, I think, a little bit. Yeah. But where is your guys' like... I know you have a great following all over the Midwest and the eastern states, and I'm sure out west, too, but like, what state or area seems to kind of, like, stick out to you as being, like, the most hardcore Whitetail Adrenaline fans?
1: Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Home state. Oh, yeah. 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 Really? Like, by that far? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd say it's spread out a little more evenly over the last, like, say, five years. But, yeah, I'd say Wisconsin still, for sure. Did you guys – I'm curious about this. um, When you first got going
0: and got to be successful and, like, maybe some recognition for, like – Oh yeah, whitetail. You know what I mean. Like uh-huh. once you got out of your couple of years of growth stages, you kind of became established. It's clear who you were, what you guys did. Did you guys have like kind of like resentment from your home area? Like yeah. kind of like ah, oh, those guys. Nothing. No. no I just nothing. I'm always curious. It seems like people from your home area are the quickest to hate on you yeah. until no, you stick I, around long enough I, to like I, turn their idea.
1: I actually can't think of one. That's that's not, amazing. Not one. But here again, we're not we're not you know it's it's a different deal we're not going in there you know knocking on door on the, oh yeah he's got in there now and he, you know uh, what yeah, i mean it's, yeah, it's not yeah. i'm not oh i'm watching this buck all year and then it's like the battle with this other local hunter and so you that's know I'm, I, I'm just spitballing ideas no what, that's maybe it. why the, that, the deer
0: ownership thing
1: yeah maybe that's why i never yeah I never, I never noticed
0: that yeah that makes complete sense i
1: never i never even
0: thought about it till you asked me Because I feel like, you know, I know a lot of guys in the game that have video projects or podcasts or whatever, and I feel like that's a common theme I kind of hear when they're talking about it. It's like they have to be – you kind of have to stick around long enough in your home area to, like, prove that you're legit with it. Yeah. Like, you're too legit to quit, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, yeah, flash in the pan. They think they're somebody. Well, then if you can, like, prove and do this, like, oh, yeah, good dudes. It kind of, like – Screw them guys. They're doing what I wish I could do for my home area. And then it kind of comes around. Oh yeah. They've been around. They're doing a good job. It's like, I kind of feel like that's a process, but
1: I will say I've had a few things that have come back to me where we've went in hunting on areas that we're not from Mm. and killed big bucks and piss some oh, guys yeah, off well, yeah. that way but uh, it's like well it's public land like <laughs> you can't like, me that mad like yeah. i can't help it we rolled in found a big buck and went in there and killed it like i'm yeah. sorry like <laughs> yeah if you live in that I area you should have killed him first i don't need you know i don't i don't really need to know any prior information about the deer once i find him it's yeah you're not yeah it's it's not that it's over but i have a huge advantage i have a huge advantage this style has a huge advantage it does you know it it's funny this like just not being out there and knowing anything about it you you actually and I learned this years ago when when I started flashing back as it began to get more and more successful you're coming in so clear-minded you're not fogged by past information of your mm. scoutings and your cameras you have a mental that. advantage oh yeah 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 i mean we went into an area last year and i hadn't been there since '08, and we got on some hammer deer um i killed a pretty good one 150s whitetail for public land um but we were on some other ones that were real big and really? uh yeah and come to find out there was two other Two other groups within the industry that run a lot of cameras and they're pretty good um, hunters, and they they didn't know we were in the area, but I know that they didn't they didn't do very well. And I thought about that. Who was they were right there. I'm not saying. <laughs> um, you sure? Yeah, I'm just talking guys I'm, within the industry. I'm don't kid- don't start being like, hey, these guys are filming or anything like that. I'm kidding, but. You. I'm just but trying to press you a little no, bit. No, I mean, they one guy, I've known him a long time. He's kind of an under the radar guy. He's involved in the industry, but he kills a lot of big deer. Mm-hmm. And he's a very good, very good hunter. And he didn't, he caught on to it that we were there. He did figure out that we were there. And I, of course, we didn't say a damn thing. And he yeah. respects that about us. Like, yeah, I'll like oh, tell yeah. you what we are. But we were getting on all kinds of hammers, you know, nice. and, and they're running cameras and they're scouting and they're doing all this. But, Huh? But when this style of hunting, you're so light on your feet, and you're adapting to pressure levels, and yeah, all and the deer, they're adapting to the pressure levels and everything, even more tuned than what we right. identifying.
0: Well, you're almost are. like you're on the same step as the deer, and they're almost behind it with the cameras yeah. set up and the tra- yeah. more traditional.
1: You guys have like no boundary. Like you guys right. are kind of just like I don't like to make many rules. You guys are freestylers for yep. the most part. You yep. know, I, I I like to like. Uh, Operate on them and tell it, trust the instincts. Like once yeah. you have enough experience in hunting, or in something, you you the best result is generally to let your instincts take over for the most part. Not always, because otherwise you just end up battle of the minds thing, overthinking this, overthinking yeah. that. Your instinctual part of the mind that that side, once it gets enough experience doing something and doing it well and taking in all this data and information and you know whatever it might be you're better off in my opinion to trust that in this type of hunt environment when you're when you have your like your own ground and you're managing it and stuff, well, more of a metho- there's, there's methodological cr- critical thinking yes, really with it. Yes, now that's better for the conscious to really dissect everything. Yeah, no, and, and, that and, makes
0: and, it makes perfect sense. You almost yeah. have to like learn the <laughs> equation of your instinct and your critical thinking yeah. brain when you come into like. Well, you got to be on the same wavelength as the deer, or the same step process, right? It's like you're freestyle and everybody else is racing the race. So that's really interesting
1: um yeah i mean last season i didn't post much but it was it was i mean we were on the the biggest bucks we've ever been on as far as like in terms of numbers yeah i mean the quality of animals is stupid let me ask you this and i know
0: we'll probably get we got more podcasts to record today so we got a fun afternoon ahead of us but one thing i do want to close with yeah is i think people right now on the internet scream this like public hunting pressure it's too crowded this like yeah. but, but the statement you just made kind of like argues that like blanket like you know you see like state agencies like paying influencers to promote hunting public in whatever state they should or, be
1: buying more if they're promoting them to promote more because the pressure levels are increasing okay our style just adapts a lot quicker what you're seeing right now is an influx of guys some don't have any other ground to hunt in public yep Others just want to go hunt public, and then there's this other group that kind of wants to create the division. Like I shot mine in public. Where did you get yours? Kind of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which, yeah. whatever, doesn't really matter. There's an influx of hunters. This crowd over here is bringing a lot of their methodological approaches to public land hunting, and they'll get decent results doing that. But all of that to a guy like me, I'm adaptable, very adaptable to mm-hmm. that. You you're, so, you're the seasoned
0: veteran in this game.
1: So, yeah, which is probably why even though the pressure le- the pressure levels are definitely been rising in public land, mm-hmm. but yet we had with the last 3 seasons have been just so banger for us. Super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year even though we've done the uncuffed knock on door thing, last year was the first year we actually got a bow kill uncuffed. You know, we got a few gun and late season permission deals. But Yeah, yeah. But uh but, yeah, that being adaptable to all those pressure levels and and all it's that i never i never look at aerials or anything like that unless I'm like in that area right now and i'm like what what is over that ridge that, yeah, then yeah. I pull it up but i don't I don't get too involved too
0: you're not you're not too you're not basically you're not basing a hunt off a map and all that you uh-uh. just it's really interesting no. man i love i love just like yeah like the mental freedom,
1: yeah. You know it is. you can free, get in your own head fast free. with deer, man. Yeah, that was one thing that I <laughs> mentioned right out of the gate early on in the first couple of years of doing it is the, the the public land, it's it's a freedom feeling. Yeah. You're free to go here, you're free to go there, you're you're not constrained to anything. And I gave up some really good private land. I mean, I had I forget how many hundreds of acres for free that I could hunt in Buff- central Buffalo County, Wisconsin. I mean it was good ground. Yeah, but I I, I I mean I kind of You know, I lost, Jim and I, we talked about it. There's no mystery. You know, this is way back 15 years ago. You lose the mystery once you know everything Mm -hmm. about the property and every deer there. And it kind of took that mystery of like, what's around the next corner? Yeah. It took that adventure and mystery away a bit. And I didn't like that. And so the year before we started the series, I did some public land hunts, some out-of-state hunts. And I loved that more than the... yeah private ground i had been hunting for five years in wisconsin i love it so. dude i just love how like <laughs> transparent you are with it um i guess i got one more thing
0: yeah so uh, there's a a guy online uh real real funny he seems like a great hunter uh he goes by the name basement decorator uh, okay which is a rad name you know okay
1: um he had a theory because he said he. I, I guess I, I don't know who this. Is, just so we're. I I have yeah, No. Idea. No. He's just a dude online. Okay. He's a.
0: He's a. I mean, a good dude, good hunter. Okay. But his name is cool. Basement decorator. Just yeah. kind of neat. It's like yeah, it yeah. makes sense.
1: I get it. Yeah.
0: So he made a comment, or he did like a video um, about what he said. He's like, I kind of feel like I have permission to private ground, and now I'm paraphrasing here a little bit. I don't remember word for word, but he's like, I kind of feel like if I am like, well, now I'm gonna go on public. I feel like I'm robbing for the dudes who don't have access to private on their yeah. public. And I'm like, oh, I never
1: thought yeah, of that I could way. see that. Yeah. I, I could see. I Not saying just, that's what you're just, doing, but it was just a neat no, thing he said. Just, I could see certain people. Like once I, ha- if, if I, I've never had that, stick into my head but once i got it stuck into my head and i had say 300 acres i could go hunt over here and public land's getting more and more pressured i would probably have a little bit of that complex yeah you know certain people would certain people wouldn't probably it depends on the individual Mm -hmm. um so i could definitely see that i don't think it's going to be a high percentage of People, just because once you understand how mankind actually operates. <laughs> yeah. You know, right, like, yeah, once, yeah. once you understand how mankind operates.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just thought it was an interesting video you're he did, kidding, you know.
1: You're kidding yourself. If you're doing something well, you're going to be copied. Just expect it, or whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just, you can't be mad about it. I no, mean, no, like, no, no. And I he like, meant
0: very well by the video. Yeah. You know, I'm giving him credit
1: there. Yeah. But I just thought That's it was cool, interesting, I was like, I never yeah. thought of. Yeah. about
0: that really well, we know?
1: talked about that with the Uncuffed series you know as the public lands are starting to get more and more pressured it's like well this will actually be a cool thing to showcase to the public land crowd like hey there's more opportunities that public are, opportunity that's a public, great public opportunity that you know and we record all these and i blur the faces mm-hmm. so it's all a real live real true interaction mm-hmm. um so that's part of the stipulation, too, is you, it has to be documented that you're getting permission. But you can tell. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they don't know these guys from Adam. <laughs> yeah. You, know? you get Chansey so. rolling
0: up to your door. You're like, who's this tall, lanky? Goofball. Goofball, it's,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chansey's
0: a fun dude. Like, that probably does work in Chansey's advantage. He's charismatic.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and you he know, he, I, I feel like Chancey could roll up to any old Tan, farmer. Tanner and Chansey. Those guys. Oh, Tanner there. would be good. Yeah. Well, he's
1: five foot three. Yeah, he's And not he's not kind of got that way, way about him that it's like, I really don't want to tell this guy. <laughs> so he's good at it. Yeah, I feel bad for the little you know? guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like they, those two together could go in and just start a conversation. Hey, I noticed you had that old combine parked out there. What, what year was that thing? And then all of a sudden they're getting hunting permission. Yeah there's an art to that stuff you know
1: it it hasn't on the bow side it hasn't been nearly as easy and we haven't targeted it too much i mean our the basis of our stuff is still public land yeah Yeah. you know the kind of the guidelines are you have to see a a big giant Mm -hmm. on permission when needed really or the hunt's going really really horrible (laughs) and and you think you can get permission over here yeah but um I don't think we've even knocked on a door until we've had a visual. Yeah, on, no, that makes perfect big. sense. And yeah, you know? that makes sense. That's how well, I envisioned there, it. There was one hunt. We were having a really tough time in Nebraska on public land, which the two <laughs> si- seasons prior to that, we did great on public land there. But something happened, and we could not. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we started in northwest north, uh, Nebraska, northwest, and we we I don't know. We probably had uh, at least 1,000 miles on the – I mean, we – looped all the way through the state all around just chasing our tails and we just could not scrounge up nothing (laughs) and um we did get some visuals where we ended up killing some but i think we did do some not it got so desperate we started doing some knock on door Mm. without the visual gotcha you know just to try to get something going so anyway. oh, that's fun dude I, yeah. I
0: love what you're doing i appreciate you coming this is we yeah. kind of threw this on you you got here earlier yeah. like well let's record one for DeerCast. let's sure. have some yeah. fun yeah where can people find whitetail adrenaline if they need to find you
1: okay well our website whitetailadrenaline.com that has all the state-of-the-art dvds <laughs> on the world wide <laughs> web <laughs> yeah dvds uh and then uh our uh, resurgence that's out on itunes and amazon it Ooh. can be purchased there for people that don't know about the brand, we've done it sponsor free production funded by the people f- since we started in 07. Mm-hmm. That's why you do have to pay for it. <laughs> um, Pretty good reason to pay for it. I try to make sure the quality is really good as best I can, but um, that's that's that. And then I'm getting very close on the next one. Very, cool. very excited about that.
0: We're gonna dive into a little bit of that okay. on the next episode okay. we're gonna do. All
1: right. So that'll be out. I brought a few few of the app ep- or a few Ooh. of the features
0: with. So this'll be out this'll be out like ASAP. Yep. This episode. And this is kind of a good way to do it. So that episode, we're gonna try and get you to spill some beans. Okay. Some hot takes, maybe a little bit. We're gonna watch some of it, I hope. Okay. Yeah, I brought some with. And then we're gonna talk about it in the right amount that we can talk about. Okay. It all right so look for a
1: couple weeks jared and pr paletta's coming in pr yep. guy yep and uh tj might be in he just texted me here a little bit ago i didn't know that he crashed i haven't seen him in a long time and he was down for work and crashed at my house last night he's like i think i'm gonna be seeing you again tonight and i was like cool <laughs> all right know, so. so maybe
0: he'll be on too yeah
1: cool so and there's
0: eric just walked in so, oh
1: geez good grief so
0: we gotta get to, we gotta get to work <laughs> we're closing out eric all right yeah we got stuff to do okay Thanks, Jared. All right. Yep. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Peace. (laughs) See you next week.